This is quite possibly the worst thing I have ever smelt before. Worse than the bucket? The bucket doesn't stink so much as causing this feeling of immense horror and dread. This is just overwhelming in a visceral way. Balthazar's lab is on the other side of the sewers. We are nearing our destination. Fantastic. The sooner we can get out of this place, the sooner I don't have to feel like I'm gonna Ralph all over everything. Ugh. Ah! Ah! Owie, 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 owie. What the heck was that? Ow, ow, ow. My sensors are detecting high amounts of dimensional interference. This is like in the ruins. Whatever is going on seems to be affecting inorganic matter too. Interesting. Logo. What the hell was that? We know that both ghosts and aliens exist in this world. So... That's all I've got. It's not reassuring in any way, just throwing possibilities out there. Okay, well I'm pretty sure I heard Robo. That part wasn't ambiguous. Yes, Luca. Robo? You might have fallen a bit harder than we did. And I'm worried that whatever is going on might be affecting you too. I think I need to investigate your circuits. Negative. I can confirm that my circuits are operating optimally. I don't know, he has been helping us out. I believe it be. Okay. Can I take a look at your circuits when we get to the lab? Affirmative. I do not want to jeopardize the life of UT or UG. You may analyze my circuits when we reach the lab. Alright, we'll do that then. Let's see if the archives have anything about the sewers. I think I saw something about it when we stopped last. I left it here on the desk. Ah, here it is. Ioka and Laruba, the tribes of 65 million BC? Whoops, that's not it. Ah, just missed it. The sewers, your guide to the wasteland. How is it that so much of history was determined by so little? Was it the fateful day that Lavos crashed into the earth that started, started this mess? mess? Perhaps it was all mankind's own doing. What was the separation of those two tribes? Though I can read the flow of time, I have the darndest time interpreting it all. <laughs> okay. Hello everyone and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today as we dig into the archives, we're going to go back, I'm talking way back, way way back, to the fictional year of 65 million BC, because we are going to be talking about the many tribes of that era in the world of Chrono Trigger. With me today, as always, is my good friend Nick G. Hey, how's it going? Good! Are you ready, G? Because we've got quite the history lesson going on today. I'm very excited. Well, I think the thing that you need to know as we get started is uh, something that I wanted to be in the first episode of the Zeal Archives, but did not fit, or technically did fit into the pilot, which is the thing that we know about 65 million BC, possibly earlier than that, is that all life begins and ends with new. This is, of course, documented in The Mystery of Life, Volume 841, Chapter 26, written by I don't know who. I already have a bone to pick with it. Okay. (laughs) Um, A couple of bones, actually. So... He's got this book entitled The Mystery of Life. 
He says, all life begins with new and ends with new. This is the truth. This is my belief, at least for now. If you're writing the mystery of life, don't put at least for now. It sounds like it. it's not a book so much as a diary. That would explain why there's 841 volumes. I was, Yeah, that's my other. Isn't all life begins with new and ends with new? Shouldn't it be like volume one, <laughs> chapter one? Well, like we don't know who the author is. We assume that it's the guru of, of uh, sorry, I was going to say guru of life. It's not Melchior. Uh, guru mm-hmm. of reason, maybe? Balthazar? Yeah. Um, so so I, I feel it's probably like a stream of consciousness sort of rambly style tome. Yeah, this is something that I'd want to go back on and see if it was included in the original Japanese or if it's just a fun translation that was done like it's a, a Woolseyism of the game. Mm. As far as I know, we don't have any other excerpts from the mystery of life. Yeah, nothing to back that up. As we continue through the history of that world of Chrono Trigger, we don't know if New has always existed, as is uh, implied that it's kind of the origin of all life, or if they were created by Balthazar. At the Northern Palace, the the pyramid thing, uh, one New, which may or may not also be Balthazar, says, 13,000 years was a long time. Balthazar, I shall see you shortly. But like, that's that's a lot to unpack, and I think we're going to talk about New in its own episode. I think it's just worth calling out that there's life before humans, possibly. Yeah, I mean, in real life, they were dinosaurs before humans. Or in Chrono Trigger, dinosaurs and humans. <laughs> yes, which is more interesting. Yeah, I hope you like dinosaur times. Eh, not my favorite, but the, in Chrono Trigger, it's pretty entertaining. In the world of 65 million BC, we have some particular tribes. We have the Iokans. They're proto-humans. They're not quite to our level of intelligence. They form a society based on their strength. For example, their chief Isla happens to be the person who is the strongest, and that is how they select their chief. Fortunately, that means they live in a world that's better than ours because there's no sexism. It reminds me of, uh, like, we never see this in the game, but it reminds me of, like, Black Panther. Someone challenges for the throne. They have a fight, and whoever wins is the king. (laughs) I mean, in some ways, that's a little regressive, doing trial by combat. But on the other hand, you don't have any pettiness in the same way. (laughs) No, there's no politics. They just stick to, you know, strength is strength. That's all you need, really. And in that time period, it makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. We know that the Iokans highly value Dreamstone. It's unclear as to why, other than it's rare and possibly shiny. Later in the game, you can buy Dreamstone weapons from them. Not sure if that's intentional or if it's just plot convenience. Like, hey, here's an upgrade. Yeah. Because they don't, don't quite have money. They're on like a trade system. They're, they've kind of started money with, uh, was it feathers? Petals, horns, flowers, and... Feathers. Oh, yeah, feathers, yeah. Yeah. The Iokans might have led a peaceful life way back then, except for the existence of the Reptites, or as I learned, in the Japanese is actually just dino men. What? Yeah, not not super creative. I mean, I don't know if Akira Toriyama had a hand in naming things in this world, but I would not be surprised. That sounds like him. Dino men, people, people, uh, you know. Yeah. Also, the name as well as the idea of having dino men sounds like Akira Toriyama. Yeah, well, I mean, like, Dragon Ball has a lot of dinosaurs in the modern day. Yeah. So that, that kind of works. As we know, the reptites are intelligent. They're reptilian creatures whose physical toughness allowed them to dominate the land. And their leader, Azala, was so intelligent that she learned telekinesis before anyone ever in the world of Chrono Trigger. I don't think anyone else knows telekinesis. Spontaneously developed telekinesis. She's got a really big brain. Big brain energy. (laughs) Unfortunately, though, they thought that the humans, or as they called them, apes, were inferior and also revered the Earth and were respectful of it. Azala referred to the Earth as mother, just not in the U.S. translation. 
which is weird. So you've got this race of, of people that are like better in many ways than the humans, but still treat the humans like crap. Yeah, but clearly more intelligent. Like they're also strong, but more intelligent than almost all the humans that we saw. All the Iogans, anyway. I wonder if it's almost like humans represent strength of potential and the reptites represent strength of like just natural born ability. And so the reptites kind of like rest on their laurels. Yeah, they certainly got the, got a superiority thing going against the humans where the Iokans don't quite. Separately from those two tribes, we have a third tribe at 65 million BC, which we know the least about, the Laruba. They're also humans, but instead of their leader being chosen by the strongest, their leader is the eldest. Mm. They also choose to hide as they, quote, believed that they were powerless against the reptites and hid out of fear, which left the Iokans to protect all of humanity. Yeah. The Laruba are interesting because it's it's like it's kind of like evolution, but like for different like they're they're maybe quick and can hide, but they're but are not the strongest. And is there any meat to the idea that they are the ones that that uh, turn into who would become Zeal? Hey, why don't you just let me skip a few paragraphs down? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we'll get to that very quickly because that is a question mm. that is also at the top of my mind. Leading to that idea, though, is they have darker, what appears to be purple hair. We know that after their village is burned down, after a, a raid from the Reptites, they join the Iokans. Separately from all that, whether or not you show up in the timeline, Lavos crashes into the earth, obliterating the Reptites, erasing them from history, which is good since humanity probably would have lost. The Reptites, strangely, are resolved to their fate. They were totally fine with getting wiped out. Yeah. Yeah, they're very sunrise, sunset about it. Yeah, even though they're, they've got this superiority complex thing going on. From Chrono Compendium, Azala and perhaps other reptites had discovered previously that Lavos Meteorite was on a course to impact the planet, but powerless to prevent it, they just resigned to their fate. Which is weird, because the humans survived. Yeah, like, Lavos is the meteor that killed the dinosaurs, is what we're saying here. And they knew about it. So, clearly, parts of the Earth are fine, because the humans carried on. But the reptites couldn't move for some reason. It's prime real estate. It's It was very prime real estate. It was like in a volcano or something. Possibly if, if reptites are anything like other reptiles, they wouldn't have survived the Ice Age anyway. They would have like hibernated and eventually died. That's true. But uh, we don't know because they just decided that, hey, we'll have our base here. And even though we're clearly capable of determining where this thing in the stars is going to land, we'll just like let it wipe us out. And then as far as the history goes, an ice age begins and uh, humans go underground into caves to become the earthbound ones. Or as you had the the very prescient question to ask, like (gasps) maybe someone becomes the enlightened ones. Huh. Leading to that theory, let's speculate on this. So we have the Ioka, which are the strong survive. We have the Luruba, who are mostly cowards or have rejected warfare. The Luruba have blue hair, which as we all know is cool. Mm -hmm. The enlightened ones have blue hair. So double cool points. Both probably prize the Dreamstone, which is a, an important element in Zeal society. It is a royal family heirloom. The Mammon machine is made out of it, uh, all sorts of other stuff. That's, that's what we know. We can also surmise that the Laruba are possibly jealous of the Iogans. As they learn more about the reptites, Lavos discover the Sunstone and perhaps distance themselves over millions of years. Man, the curious thing about Chrono Trigger is it has humans exist over a period that's way longer than humans actually existed for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because what? It's like, I don't know which, because there's like lots of branches of humanity like Cro-Magnon and whatever. Yeah. But like, I forget where recorded history and like 
prehistory starts because there's things that we know about human history that aren't necessarily recorded and that's still like 30,000 years ago but that's not 65 million <laughs> years yeah anything could have happened like humanity could have completely died and then you'd like come back or humanity could be based off of off of a new strain of it or something crazy like that could have happened there's such a gigantic gap i know i know 65 million was just like it's a prehistoric year because that's like the year that the dinosaurs got wiped out or something like that but it's like there's millions of years between that and the next time period and very little has changed yeah the other time periods we can kind of see where things have gone right like 600 to a thousand not a big gap a thousand to 2300 you know we have our own history to look back at and and kind of see how much technology has advanced. Mm -hmm. And even 12,000 BC, if you assume that you take that from an ice age where we had effectively nothing, then you're like, cool, this is like regular human history, sort of. Yeah. Zeal is almost kind of like the Romans in that like Rome had this like really advanced civilization that went far beyond what, what we think of as being capable of then. And then it all got wrecked and took us a long time for us to get back there. We didn't really get a continuity of of the technology. I mean, based on magic, though, it is of zeal being carried forward. No, it's it's not even like some archaeologist in in six hundred or a thousand or twenty. Well, nobody's alive in twenty three hundred, but like, yeah. it's not like there's an archaeologist that rediscovers all this tech or anything. No, but yeah, you can see it, right? Like the Luruba just kind of continue to isolate themselves and maybe around a place where Dreamstone is or be able to get better access to the Dreamstone, or quickly establish kind of an economy that they are best at running, and so they get more Dreamstone. Anyway, they I think they would get the lion's share of it and realize that it has magical properties. I mean, it seems plausible. Something that I discovered while doing the research for this episode that I was like, ooh, this doesn't put like a nail in the coffin, this doesn't settle the issue, but it is very interesting, is that, and it's actually something that I've forgotten that you can do in the game because we never do it, but it might be useful for something like the Race Against Time. After you have the Ocean Palace incident, which is like the point in the game where you could finish it or not, a new shows up at the Laruba Ruins where you can change your character's names and they'll also give you a silver rock. Mm. So like in and of itself, that's not super interesting, but perhaps that's actually a time paradox that puts the Lerubans on track to become the Enlightened Ones. What? It's at the ruins. The Lerubans are like, hey, what the heck is this thing? And then, I don't know, the news don't seem particularly intelligent. And maybe they're like, oh, I'm from the future. <laughs> we don't know how to do magic and stuff. And they're like, magic, what's that? And then, I don't know, millions of years later... <laughs> It could be Zale was in charge of making sure that that happened. Uh, no, have, that, like not... a time division. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling we'll briefly touch on that in another episode and get way too deep into that in a different episode. Sounds about right. But yeah, that's that's possible. That's very possible. It's weird because the Laruba otherwise don't serve much of a purpose in the story. I know that a lot of Chrono Trigger is about, hey, this thing needs to happen so that something else can happen. Like it's about plot convenience. But like, why did they introduce this other tribe of, pe of people with different hair color that are cowards if they didn't intend to foreshadow that maybe they became the enlightened ones? It's like one of the subtler... I'm pretty sure that that's why. Chrono Trigger does not have a lot of excess in it. Like, it doesn't have a lot of stuff for the sake of stuff. 
And it seems to me that that's where it points. And if so, it's one of the subtler cause and effect sort of things in the game. Like as you go through time, you can kind of see it. Like I'm convinced that that has to be it. But it was never directly pointed out like you like most other things are in the game there are lots of things that were cut from the game due to time constraints or like space constraints we know in zeal there was supposed to be a section where you go through a little dungeon maze to escape instead of like shella just leading you out and there are hints at that in some of the dialogue with other characters from zeal Offhand, I can't remember anything like this with regard to the Laruba and the Enlightened Ones. But yeah, they don't put things in there for the sake of things being there. There are things cut out, and so connections that are missed. But in this case, it's like, if there was a connection that was missed, where was it? And if there wasn't, why? (laughs) Why underplay this one? If the Laruba really were supposed to be the Enlightened Ones, it would have been great to foreshadow that heavily. The Reptites were strong, they got defeated, the Laruba show up in Lavos's crater and are like ooh, red rock valuable or something yeah how about that like that that makes perfect sense you know they like built their civilization on the crater which they, which they probably did they probably did that but there aren't enough strings to like really tie together without doing some guessing i mean as as we've discovered during this podcast a lot of connecting the dots in chrono trigger is guessing i think something that adds to it and is like a whole season of this show <laughs> would be when we introduce the lore of Chrono Cross, because I think it doesn't fill gaps. I think it spackles clean over a bunch of gaps in the lore of Chrono Trigger. I think you're right. But it's like ridiculous. I remember sitting there on like, it might have been Chronopedia, or it might have just been a doc that was just the lore of the Chrono universe. And it was like 90% Chrono Cross stuff. It was like 20 pages. And then Chrono Trigger happens, and then 20 more pages of Chrono Cross stuff. (laughs) This might be a good time to bring this up. So what I had written down originally was, you know, was 65 million BC all that it could have been? When you think back of playing Chrono Trigger for the first time, for the nth time, playing it again now, what do you remember about 65 million BC? What sticks out relative to the rest of the game? I think the idea of the hunting range is sort of neat, that the point of it is to, like, farm prehistoric money, basically. And they also didn't have to have it be separate money. They could have just not brought it up. It could have just been a currency that you have that's separate from gold? No, they could have just taken gold. Oh, I see. Like in, in other games, I'm sure in a similar situation, it, they wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a thing. They just would have been like, yeah, it's this much gold. I mean, which anachronistically would have been super weird for a game that cares about time travel. Yeah, but, but they care. So it's like we do, we, you now have this very specific way that you have to shop. It's not just like that's 300 feathers. There you go. It's a, it's a very specific thing. I think they touch on that in 12,000 BC. Oh, do they? Like once the Ocean Palace incident happens, you talk to somebody in the Earthbound Village or whatever that, the last village, whatever it's called. Yeah. And somebody's like, this is money? Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just like in the future. Yeah, just like in the future. Is this money? Sure, whatever. He still takes it. What does he care? It's doomed. Other than that... I'm not a prehistoric guy. My dinosaur phase as a kid was even very short. <laughs> Basically, when it's 65 million, I generally am like, what do I do again? But there's not that many places to visit, so I usually figure it out pretty quick. And when you get the dactyls, it's like a pre-epoch moment where you get to fly around the map. You can't really do anything. This is what I was really frustrated by. So like you, I, I don't know that I was... I was into dinosaurs. I remember having like a magazine with like a 3D, you know, the kind of like red, green, red, blue 3D things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you can see the the fossils and you can also see what the dinosaur looked like. I remember having a bunch of those, um, possibly from like a scholastic book fair or something like that. 
but also not very big on dinosaurs. But every time when I think back to Chrono Trigger, I'm like, oh, you've got the separate time period, but it's very, it's very underused. Like you said, you get these pterodactyl, you can fly around the map, except there's nowhere to go. You can go to the Sun Keep. That's it. Yeah, but there's nothing at the Sun Keep. No. By the time you can actually get to the Sun Keep, you have the Epoch, which can also fly. You can explore times where there's more stuff. Yeah. But it's like there's there's nothing interesting there. Everything there is there for the plot. Like that's true of any location in the game, but usually they add to the lore of the world. Like we talked about, it wasn't poor. It was that other little town next to the bridge. Dorino. Dorino. Yeah, we talked about Dorino and how it serves no purpose in the game other than like some fun little bits and pieces. But at least that kind of builds into the lore of the game and possibly had other intentions that were removed. The only thing that I know about in 65 million BC that didn't happen, that was more for that world that that didn't get included in the final release, is that in the prototype, there was something called the Singing Mountain. And that would have been some other dungeon-like thing. But that's it. Yeah, I I think they could add a little more, mm, again, going back to the Laruba, who are interesting because they're not typical, like, quote, caveman style people. It would have been interesting to be able to visit their village, to like stumble on it or find it through like a, a secret passage somehow. And they sell like weird stuff and they're doing like, maybe they do like occult stuff or something like that. Oh, that would have been neat. That would have been really cool. In some ways that reminds me of like the Temi village in Undertale, which is an optional place that you can go that's just weird. Or <laughs> like Saturn Valley, except if it was optional. Oh, yeah. But uh, those both are kind of way more out there than the game than would have fit totally for the game. Yeah. But yeah, something to like build up that time period to make it more interesting than, well, this is where Lavo showed up and also he stopped the reptites, but the reptites don't show up again. So why do you care? Yeah. You could, you, you stop going to that period pretty quickly. Yeah. You only need to visit it twice in the game once to get the dreamstone. And then once when you're locked out of 12,000 BC. Yeah, and that's when you go through Tyrannal there. Or this is why I was mentioning Chrono Cross, because I do not remember Chrono Cross, and I would hesitate to having episodes specifically related to Chrono Cross lore, because I'd have to play Chrono Cross again. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to do that, it's just it's a big time investment compared to Chrono Trigger. And there's so yes. much more lore, as you described. But from what I remember, there's all sorts of crap that fills in all the gaps. It's like, hey, do you want to know why the reptites matter? Dinotopia or Dinopolis or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is why this matters. It's like, great. Do you want to know why else Lavos crashing here matters? It's like the frozen flame. And this is how it impacts magic. But I'm like, I don't know enough about that to talk about that yet. I need to go back and play that. It was just like, it was just like David Lynch was handed the keys. Like, do you want to make a sequel to this thing? Okay. <laughs> but we're not going to reference it directly in any way or echo it. I mean, it has some references to Chrono Trigger, obviously. But, like, the thing in Chrono Cross is you go through dimensions. You don't go through time. Time is like a kind of dimension. Well, it's not the one you go through in Chrono Cross. It's just, like, in every way, it goes in, like, a different direction. I wonder if, Mas- uh, I think it's Masaru Kato. I think that was the, the story or scenario planner, at least for Radical Dreamers and possibly Chrono Cross. I wonder if they had like a big plan and then when they started making the game, they're like, yes, we need to cut all this stuff. Yeah, we're going in a different direction with it. I mean, like for Chrono Trigger and then for Chrono Cross, they're like, hey, so you know those ideas that you had? Yeah, let's put them all in. 
Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Okay. No. 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 This isn't right. This doesn't make any sense. T, is everything okay? You look more stressed than usual. Which is saying a lot, considering we're in an interdimensional portal next to a sewer. It's really bad. Look here. The cover is the sewers. But the contents are about the tribes of 65 million BC. Which tells us that Gaspar was bad at record-keeping. Well, yes, but actually no. Flip to the next page. Go on, do it. It's just the same page over and over again. Yes, exactly. And if you turn back... It's like the page wasn't turned at all. It's the front of the book again. And it's not just that. Take a look around the archives. Alicia, the archives are corrupted? Whatever we've seen that is affecting the future is also affecting the Zeal archives. I don't know what's causing it, but it seems to be accelerating. Humans, I am detecting multiple dimensional anomalies. I would advise that we make haste to Balthazar's lab. Yeah. Shit. I thought it was bad before. Hey. Yeah? We've... We've gone through this song and dance before. We've been stuck like this. That's true. Might be the third or fourth time. Every time we overcome whatever comes our way, and I know we'll overcome things this time too. And what makes you so sure? Well, this time, I have three things going for me. Robo. This map of the sewer. And? And you. Better hurry up or you'll be left behind. The Zeal Archives is a NixCast production and can be found on most podcatchers or at the source, zealarchives.com. If you have comments, criticisms, or kudos for episodes past, present, or future, we are on Twitter and Facebook as Zeal Archives. To learn more about the hosts, TNG, you can also check out thenixcast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thenixcast. And now, a special announcement. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference.